passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. February 27th, 2024. I am Tan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Got a great show for you today. The Dean, Bill Curlick, and Mark Porter, the Grand Poobah, will be here. We'll get all deep down in recruiting. Um, yesterday's show was Steve Howlwagon, heavy on combine and team basketball stuff. So today we will shift back to our wheelhouse in recruiting. But first, a note from our sponsor, Joy Mode. I think I speak for most men when I say we want to have better sex. And for the sake of our partner, we need to have better sex. The issue is that over-the-counter pills contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. That's why we partner with our friends at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mode makes all-natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across their core functions. They're a trademark product. The Sexual Performance Booster is every man's solution for increased blood flow, stamina, and performance. It's like a pre-workout, but for sex, all ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals. All ingredients have been studied and researched in humans. It comes in a palm-sized packet like your favorite electrolyte powder, simply mixed with six to eight ounces of water 45 minutes before sexual activity, and watch the magic unfold Literally. Redefine your intimacy and go to joymode.com for 20% off with code BUCKNUTS. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS. 
at joymode.com. Ingredients with integrity. That's joymode. Speaking of integrity, the Dean, Bill Kerlick, and the Grand Poobah, Mark Porter, are here. Gentlemen, I want to start on a very positive topic. Now that the offseason dust has, has settled, Bill, I think we all feel like Tavian Sinclair is locked into his commitment at Ohio State. I think maybe there's a little nerves when all the quarterbacks were coming in and new coaches were hired, et cetera. But now we seem to be in the groove. He recently kicked butt at a national event. What is his plan for the summer? When will we get a chance to see him? And maybe just kind of an update on a guy who I think we all agree is the future of this program. Well, everything is um, great with uh, Tavian St. Clair. In fact, I talked to his dad just the other day again. And um, as he put it, you know, with spring practices starting uh, the week of March 4th, uh, they'll practice on Tuesday, Thursday that week, March 5th and 7th. Those practices starting, uh, he said to expect Tavian and uh, him and family and all to get down to Ohio State early and often. And that's a good thing, early and often. They're going to be around the program a lot. He's, uh, he's ready to go. He's excited about uh, Chip Kelly. Uh, being the new offensive coordinator, he's as most Buckeye fans are. He's excited about what has happened with the program and uh, the last month plus whatever. Um, so he's going to be at, a, at, at those practices a lot, learning, watching, learning as much as he possibly can, spending time with Chip Kelly, um, of course Ryan Day, and all that, and ready to go. Uh, that'll lead into the uh, spring. Um, period where they have seven on sevens and all that. Mm-hmm. Bell Fountain will be taking part in a few of those. So he'll be at those. And so will Mark and I, for that matter, we'll be out on the road watching Tavian and, and all the other Ohio state related guys. And in Mark's case, a whole lot of other guys as well. Um, and, and then you'll go move into the summer when um, uh, you've got all the official visits going and all that. So it, It'll be a busy time for Tavian and uh, in Ohio State, and Mark and I, for that matter. Mark, in terms of a recruiting rating and I think anticipation, I can't think that the last Ohio quarterback to come to Ohio State like this, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, would probably be Braxton Miller. Cardell um, Jones, same class. Same class. Um, I think Braxton had a little more fanfare at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, where do you put Sinclair heading into his senior year in context with like the last decade? You know, I, I think I said this before, but it's funny. We just talked about Braxton and Cardell. He's almost a hybrid of them. Okay. Mm. He's got the size of Cardell and the, the howitzer, the, the arm strength of Cardell. Um, but he doesn't quite run as fast as Braxton, but he runs pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, if you kind of middle those guys out, you, know, you kind of have Tavian Sinclair right in the middle. Uh, some of the better qualities of each. Uh, yeah, we wish he had Braxton's, you know, four four speed. But Bill, right? He's pretty fast, and he gets out and starts running, and he becomes a problem in a hurry. So that's why I say, and, and I don't know if those are the greatest two guys to kind of say he's right in the middle of, but just because we mentioned them. But the size, that you know, he's six four. He looks like he's even going to get bigger. He's got that stature where he's, you know, really. Almost looks like a linebacker at quarterback, and that's really what you want is a big, strong kid because he's going to take shots, and you know you need him to survive. Uh, but he he ranks up there. I mean, as far as Ohio, 
there hasn't been that many great quarterbacks come out of Ohio as they went to other places. I think a Connor Cooks went to Michigan. You know, we could go back and if you want to be Drew strong, Aller was super highly rated last year. Yeah. There are guys, but this is, uh, I think Saving Clair is definitely better than Aller. He brings a little more to the table, you know, athletically. So I think you can, you know, edge him out. But really, Ohio hasn't like given us a bunch of power five quarterbacks in the last 10, 12 years. It's been, it's a tough position to be the king of the mountain. Definitely. Ethan Grunkenmeyer this year will go to Penn State and Drew Aller. He'll join Drew Aller there. And Drew Aller was super highly rated. Um, I think it's fair to say that he has not been at Penn State, what we expected. He's got a couple more years there, so we will see. Another interesting factor here, Bill, is they've added two guys to the staff. Let me tweak that. They've added one guy and promoted another in Chip Kelly and James Laurinaitis. Those are pretty well-known names when it comes to adding guys to your staff. Chip Kelly has been, you know, an offensive guru, as it were, for about the last 10 to 15 years. And James Laurinaitis, pretty sure he won the Buckus Award here and was a tremendous pro and has come back and has gotten the promotion now to kind of be the recruiter we thought he could be or in the position to do that. Who are the guys Chip Kelly and James Laurinaitis are kind of like dialed in on right now? Because the first question everybody has when you join Ohio State staff is, how well can you recruit on the national stage? Well, Chip Kelly, of course, he um, High State has one quarterback commitment, that being previously mentioned Tavian St. Clair. So Chip Kelly's recruiting him. You know, High State recruits these guys all the way through the process. I don't care how solid how locked in they are. They're going to continue to recruit those guys. And uh, Chip Kelly has already spoken. He spoke very quickly after he got the job. No uh, surprise there. He spoke with Tavian St. Clair. That conversation went very well. Um, And and Tavian, as I mentioned, is excited about being a Buckeye and having Chip Kelly there to work with. Um, So Chip Kelly's recruiting Tavian St. Clair for the 2025 class. I don't expect them to sign uh, two 2025 quarterbacks. Tavian will be the guy. Uh, so that means Chip Kelly can go on, and that's a great thing, work on 2026 quarterback recruiting, and he is doing that. Uh, he made his first scholarship offer as an Ohio State coach to a young man from California, Brady Smidgel, and um, that's a kid that he has a great relationship with because he is, was recruiting him, as I said, Smidgel is a California kid. He's recruiting him when he was at UCLA. They have a very good relationship. The family uh, likes Chip Kelly a lot. I think Ohio State, uh, as far as Brady goes, and I've talked to him, I think Ohio State is one of his top, I, in my opinion, top two or three, maybe four choices at this point. Um, uh, Brady is going to make an, a visit to Ohio State sometime this spring. They're kind of working on the date. He's going to work with uh Ryan Day and Chip Kelly to get that date, but he's certainly won. Uh, Jared Curtis, the previously offered, long-time offer, um, as far as 2026 goes, he's another one. And then Will Griffin is the other quarterback that they've offered. Um, He is out of Tampa, Florida, and he's pretty excited. He called – I put an article on our site this morning, as a matter of fact, uh, where Will Griffin calls Chip Kelly an offensive genius. And Will Griffin is looking forward to get back to Ohio State. He's He's been to Ohio State before. He's looking forward to getting back there. And uh, those would be the guys right now that Bucknutter should keep in mind name-wise for the 2026 quarterbacks. 
We will handle that. We will keep you on top of that, of course. And Mark, would you go get a, a soda? You get a sandwich or something, there, Mark? Yeah, I'm trying to give you guys a little video of uh, the quarterback Bill's talking about right now. If you want to, you can pull up uh, what I just sent you, and we can watch him while Bill's talking. There you go. Okay. Well, why keep people in the dark anymore? Let's let's give it to them. Right. Love, love this feature. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we're going to probably start doing this a little more, letting people actually see what we're talking about. That's maybe not the favorite thing for guys that are just listening without the video, but this is pr- a pretty obvious uh, – Recruit here. He's got the size. That's the first thing you see in the stature. If you this saw is that, Curtis. yeah, he took the shot right in the uh, lower section. He still had the power to get it out of there. So this is a big arm. I mean, that's a flick. I mean, that's a flat throw for thirty yards down. So that's what Chip Kelly was probably originally drawn into. And then once you do the homework on what kind of a person it is, you know, how does he process, and you get to meet him, I think that's probably what finishes the evaluation. But yeah, this is a big, strong arm guy who's just firing strikes you know i mean because it's west coast you'll just use caleb williams comparisons and say boy with this size and arm strength uh if he can process and you know make some plays you're, you're gonna see a lot of hype with this kid that, i mean that's a flat throw for 30 or 40 yards to a streak that's not even a rainbow so yeah it, there's a lot to like here nice right. yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think chip kelly and, and ryan day have the same needs at quarterback they need someone yep. who stands in that pocket and rips rockets, you know, where when the guy's open, you can rip it in there and they're going to use you to make their uh, receivers more valuable. And, and we've seen this before. And I know the Bucknutters are like, where's our scrambling quarterback that can take off and go run a four, four. That's not what they're putting their priorities in putting a, a guy with great accuracy and timing and poise and the footwork and the delivery. That seems to be the, the, the qualities that rate a little higher as you watch Ohio state quarterbacks, especially this one from California. As we still get some Michigan fans checking in here, I want to remind them of something. The opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. And you don't seem to be indifferent. You still seem to be obsessed. So how's that working out for you? Um, The questions are coming from Mrs. Sanchez. What schools are still recruiting Devin Hard? How as a family do you shut it down? That's not a very nice question. Um, Devin Sanchez will be a Buckeye. And, of course, everyone's lobbing uh, calls in there, but well, if we can't pull that one off, we're in real trouble. Um, let me get to our last, our second ad here, and then we will get rocking on all your questions. Do you wish you could go to Willy Wonka's Candy Factory? Well, since that's not exactly possible, Mark, let me introduce you to the online version of that. Nuts.com. In addition to an amazing selection of nuts, they have tons of classic candies like butterscotch fudge and licorice. At the grocery store, you can get pecans, but you don't want bourbon pecans, sweet and spicy pecans, pecan brittle, or butter toffee pecans. You can't get them there. If you're eager to try these, head to nuts.com whoops, to see the hundreds of different varieties of nuts they offer. Cashews, almonds, pecans, pistachios, dried mango, crystallized ginger, dates, jelly beans, jawbreakers, Root beer barrels, the variety is vast at nuts.com. Kids going back to school, they're in school, and snacks will be flying out of the cabinets. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried food, sweet pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means there's something for everyone. Right now, nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift. 
with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at nuts.com backslash buck nuts. So go check out all the delicious options at nuts.com backslash buck nuts. You'll refuse you'll receive good Lord, a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29. All right. Let's head to the top. Can I answer one of the questions there, Dan? You may. Tell me which one it is so I can put it up. It is the one about how often do you need feel like you need to call recruits or talk to recruits? Okay. Um, often. Uh, yeah. I was uh, trying to find it again right there, but uh, here it is. Sorry, roll. To, to the dean, do you feel you need to talk to a recruit once a week or once every two weeks? How often? I would say that is a on as needed basis. Just depends on the recruit. Um, if there's a lot going on with the recruit and stuff happening, then I'll I'll uh, talk to him as much as need be. If there's not a whole lot going on, uh, or if, or if uh, for instance a kid's committed and then he's really not um, looking at other schools at all, and you know it's it may not need to talk to him that often, but like Tavian Sinclair would fit into that category, but I just like to check and see what's going on every once in a while with him as an example. Um, tell you an interesting story. Uh, many years ago, I got a call one morning uh, from someone at uh, an, another site. And they asked me, could you stop calling recruits so often? Then, Because they didn't want to do that. I said, that's not going to happen. That actually happened. I said, if, if I need to call a recruit, I'm going to call that recruit. But I'll never forget that that actually happened uh, on, a, on a weekday morning and many years ago. I'm sure we didn't uh, whoop him too bad. All right. Uh, before we go and do these questions, Mark, you got a chance to see future Buckeye Eli Lee in action. This is another um, example of how you should be watching the show live here on YouTube, Facebook, or the Twitter. And that way you get the video love that we're putting on here. Mark, walk us through what you got here. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to play the video yet. I'll let the screen sit for a second. And I'll talk. Um, there's, there, I just tweeted something out last week where there's a lot of combiners at combines every weekend where you can go test yourself this uh, time of year and get a 40 time. I think the next gen camp was at Spire this weekend. Um, but that's not where the real dogs were at. Okay. Like this is the time of the year where you work in the dark and you grind and you work on your craft and you get better. Uh, the season just ended the basketball season just ending. Kids are not in their peak shape. They're not ready to run forties in my opinion. So there's places like raw talent run by Mark Harris up in Cleveland, where the kids get together on Friday nights, Sunday nights, whenever the weekly session is, and they compete. They go through a nice little, you know, county fair of drills, uh, position specific, and they work on their craft. Uh, Eli Lee was there. And, you know, I almost feel bad putting video out of him because he's working in the dark. He's working on his craft. They were talking leverage points. They were talking angles and, some of these one-on-ones, you know, the guys catch the pass, and you're like, oh, he let that running back catch the pass. I, I wouldn't look at this video like that. It's just this is him working out. This is him, how do I say, getting uh, some reps in against some smaller, faster guys. But I just uh, introduced myself to Lee, uh, Eli for a second, met his father. I, I can't say how nice he comes off in person. I actually asked him for a little favor, and, boy, was he nice. We had no problem doing it for me. Um, you can see there just smothers that running back. 
wanted to do like a triple move on him. He was dying to beat the Ohio State recruit. So you had guys that don't want to take their shot at him. Everyone kind of wants to go against him at this place, and they were all kind of, is this kid the real deal? Now, my evaluation of that night is he's 6'3 plus. Like uh, the first, when I first looked at him, I did my double take. Bill and I have talked about this. You see a kid like this, of this caliber, one year from the last time you saw him, there's a difference. The, the shoulder, the, the way they were coming up in the neck, neck. Uh, he's really turned out to be longer and the muscular distribution is starting to look really impressive. When I think of James Laronitis being his quarterback, or I mean his coach, I mean, wow, like to work with a kid who has all the talent you have, maybe even a little more, and you can tell him all the secrets, that's a nice combination. At the end of the day, he's going to be between uh, between the tackles, run stuff and guy where he's going to come downhill. I mean, watching him in the pass coverage there, he's working on it, but that's not what we brought him in for. You, you brought him in to be nasty and rub noses with guards, centers, tackles, uh, and I think he's going to be pretty good at that. I, I really I can't say enough about how personable and nice he was. In my limited interaction, I didn't really chat with him just a couple times, joke in between reps, but really comes off as a nice kid. And again, I like to see kids that are doing stuff like this, you know, on a weekly basis where no one's watching. He had no I I, sh- I shouldn't have been to their workout that night. He had no idea a Bucknuts reporter was going to be there kind of assessing him. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of neat to see. There were other kids there, and I have a feeling – we're going to have stuff like this weekly in the next couple of months with all these showcases, combines and things coming up. So it, it's that time of the year. Yeah. Let, let real quick. Eli Lee, uh, Mark talking about what a nice kid he is. Here's another true story. Um, I went and saw Akron Hovind play uh, near the end of the season and it rained basically the whole game, but it really, when I went to Eli uh, interview Eli Lee after the game, it really started coming down pretty good. Um, so, you know, you're working with your phone to try to do a video recording with, with Eli and all that. And you know how when your phone gets wet, it uh, it's not as easy to uh, get all the buttons and, you know, everything working. So my phone is pretty wet because it's raining like crazy. And I'm trying to get this. And Eli says to me, he says, you know, he says, well, you know, he has a towel there. He reaches down, dries his own hands off, and he says, let me help you with that. He takes the phone for, from me because his hands are dry, and he gets everything working because his hands were dry and everything, and it, it's going – you know, a lot of kids would not do something like that. So we get partway through the interview, and, again, it's raining pretty hard. And it, it's, you know – the. The phone is not getting a real clear picture and all because how hard. And a lot of kids don't want to take a lot of time to do this. Eli says, well, why don't we go ahead and go right over here? Well, not right over here, but there's a place not too far away, undercover. And let's go ahead and do it over there, even though it's going to take a little time to walk over there. And we go over and do that. He takes the phone again with his towel, dries it all off. We get another he, he, most kids would not have done that in the pouring rain on a Friday night after the game. Eli Lee took the time to do all that. Yeah, he looks like a, he's a yes sir, no sir kid. I also like that he looks like he has the body type to take on guards who come through the lane. Um, that is so important. Um, and we just had a really good one to do that for several years in Tommy Eichenberg. And I think we got another one coming here, which is great. Is this more for, more of him? 
Marcos, who's this? No, th- uh, there's a question in there from uh, Ross Halford about uh, the Hoban other linebacker, 2027 Braden Feister or Feaster. Okay. There he uh, is. I, yeah, this isn't a video of him. This is the same video. I don't. I, I think okay. he was just uh, pointing out that he, th- that's the 2.0 or the next version coming out of Hoban. He's a freshman, oh, and wow. he was a running back. And uh, he'll remind you of like a Ross Homan or going back away, Storm Klein or some of these running backs that Storm just are Klein. bruisers. Yeah, I'm going way back with some of those. Storm things. Klein, licking cans. Yep, yep. So Great hair on Storm Klein. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the genius that pops in my head when I start talking about players. And if the genius that pops in my head stored in Klein, we got to roll with it. But, um, you know, I'm trying to think of the two-way running back, linebacker combination. And, yeah, I mean, maybe Ross Holman was the better example. But Cold water. Yeah, I mean, for like when I first saw the freshman playing varsity at Hoban, that film, I was like, whoa, what's this? And then you see it, you're like, He's running like a man child out there. I mean, he puts his shoulder down and he thumps people and comes out the other side. Now there's some defensive film and he's got some early Mac offers. Uh, that'll be a name that blows up by the time we get to 2027. So I, we have some great fans here that definitely are ahead of the curve, uh, but not ahead of my curve. So I would say also, if you're trying to get recruited by Ohio State, being on Hoban's team for the next few years is probably a good space to be. <laughs> They will be there to see you and others um, very clearly. All right, let's go rapid fire here so we can get through these questions. Go ahead, Bill. I was going to say, I, I didn't, I, now I think about it, I didn't answer the second part of your question earlier. We, You, you mentioned Chip Kelly and James Laurinaitis. Yeah, right. We talked about Chip Kelly. I didn't finish that answer off. I just remember you. You're so asked, good, Bill. We just didn't finish it. <laughs> you, you'd ask about guys that they're both recruiting. And right. in the case of, we're talking about Eli Lee. So that reminded me, uh, linebacker wise, James Laurinaitis, he has been all over the country. He's, he's got, he's really taken to recruiting um, and it wasted no time in doing so. He's got a commitment. Of course, he'd already been committed for quite some time from Eli Lee. So that's a great start to, uh, James Laurinaitis' 2025 linebacker class, but then you've got Justin Hill, uh, the jack position. You can call it a linebacker, call it a defensive end. It's a combination of the two. Uh, he will be visiting Ohio State in March, and I haven't put a crystal ball in for him to Ohio State, but if I was going to make a pick right now for J- for uh, Justin Hill, I'd go with Ohio State as my pick. Uh, Tarvos Alford is going to be at Ohio State March 22nd and 23rd from Florida. He will announce on March 30th, and uh, right now I tend to like the Buckeyes a little bit, but I'm not 100% sold yet that uh, that's going to be the pick. Uh, Elijah Melendez, Miami commitment. Mm -hmm. Ohio State likes him a lot, and he likes Ohio State a lot. Uh, I expect I look for him to take an official visit to Ohio State, even though he's committed to Miami. Nasir Wyatt from Modern Day High School, now home to Chris Henry. Uh, is another one Ohio State would love to get. Uh, staying on the West Coast, Madden Faramo, uh from California is another one that Ohio State is a legitimate contender. He and his parents loved Ohio State. Talked to them when they were here this summer in June. Uh, you've got Elijah Barnes from Texas, uh, Anthony Saka from Pennsylvania, Riley Pettijohn from Texas. Uh, all these guys are going to visit Ohio State in March or April, and most of them are coming from distance, so they're not going to waste their dime. They're not going to waste their time if they're not legitimately interested uh, in Ohio State. So that's a handful. That's a handful of top names. And, and Lauren Ice fairly recently 
offered Jaden Harmon out of Georgia uh, a scholarship uh, as well. So uh, those are some top names to keep in mind that Ohio State is legitimately in on. I would really encourage anybody who has not done this yet to go back and watch the James Laurinaitis media availability from early last week. This I'm telling you, I see a future head coach in James Laurinaitis. He's going to check a lot of boxes. He's an extremely good communicator. That's what I got out of it. Um, better than I expected. So I got high hopes for him. I okay. really do. I forgot Abdul Sanders, also from Modern Day High School. He's visiting Ohio State in March as well. Ohio State has offered him too, so don't yeah. want to forget him. And like you mentioned, Modern Day is going to become – if there's going to be a, some pipeline set up cross-country and some real investment and a lot of PVC piping, let's do it to Modern Day with Chris Henry out there and um, definitely a great start. All right, we want to get in as many questions as we can here, so let's go rapid fire. Um, and then this is going to turn into the Mello and Mika show here, but here we go. Mello number seven, Dewey Land, Dorian, and Trey. I'm assuming Bruin McNutt. Bill? Uh, if I had to pick a pick for Trey McNutt, if you'd asked me that back <laughs> months ago, I'd have said, I don't know. He, it's, it's, he's definitely, even though he's a legacy, not a done deal for Ohio State, but I – I think I mentioned this before. Uh, Jim Knowles went up there and a couple of the other Ohio State coaches uh, in January and really uh, impressed Trey McNutt. You know, I, I again, I haven't put a pick in for him at this point, but if I had to make a pick, I actually had to make a pick right now. I'd probably go with the Buckeyes for Trey McNutt. Uh, Dorian Brew, you know that one. If he would have announced January twenty fourth uh, when he was originally going to. I, I I loved Ohio State in that one, having crystal ball to Ohio State. Some other schools are working hard on him. I think I would, you know, I I would say that Ohio State maybe has a slight lead still, but it's tightened up considerably, and um, I, he's not a done deal. I'll say that. Ohio State's got to keep recruiting him. Yeah. Um, obviously, Devin Sanchez and Naeem Offord are the – two highest rated corners in the class. Dorian Brew is still the number 16 overall player. And I do wonder if a guy that highly rated wants to be the third rated guy in his class at his position. Um, I'll just leave that there. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Mark, can you handle this one? Tell me about Jaden Clark, offensive lineman out of Northmont. Is he a potential offer? 
We've talked about Cedric Works. Tell us about Jaden Clark. Jaden was uh, injured the night I went to see Northmont, and that was the night that Dorian Brew left for Texas. So, you know. Great night at Northmont. <laughs> great, night, great night at Northmont, yeah. And, and it's only a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah, right? so th thank you for Cedric Works, and, and they had younger players there. You know, so I did, you know, get the bite into a steak and watch a great recruit that night. But that, that was a shocking night when you show up at a game. And just to relive that moment, you know, you look around and you're looking on the field and he's not there and you kind of see a player that's down at the end of the thing, not, Hey, where's uh, Dorian tonight? And they just give you a look of, okay, uh, like maybe, you know, you're, you're a sophomore. You don't even know who he is. And you go to the next guy and Hey, where's Dorian? And you, then you look at like maybe one of the administrators, a principal or an athlete, Hey, where's Dorian? And then finally a coach sees me kind of, and he comes over and he goes, come here. He goes, uh, 2.30 today, he goes, he checked out of school for good. And he just, and the weight of that hits you. Like, what just happened to this team, to him, you know, his recruiting? I mean, it's just, a, it's a big, oh, yeah. so, yeah, that, that was an interesting night. You don't always drive that far to come up empty. Uh, and, and I and usually. Check. Sec, sec. He, of course, matriculated from Northmont High School to Conroe, Texas. It was not like he transferred to another GWAC school. No. Uh, Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely an interesting night. Uh, Jaden Clark on my board is in my rung just below the guys I've been mentioning. And if you're following the podcast, we've been talking about Tucker Caddis, maybe even a Nolan Davenport out of Maslin. Um, but there's no <laughs> clear guy that's going to jump up and maybe be offered out of nowhere. Jaden's in the conversation. You know, he's big, strong, powerful. Um, his tape's pretty good from his junior year. I didn't see him in person that night, so I didn't get a good look at his body again. And being hypercritical for Ohio State guys, that's where I was. Because yeah. sophomore, he looked a little heavy. And lineman heavy is not bad. He just – we call that power sometimes. And I'm thinking he may have been a guard more than a tackle at that time. So that would decrease his value because tackles have more value. But that's where he is. Be, you know, maybe a top five or eight offensive lineman in Ohio. Could raise up the boards. So, yeah, Jaden Clark's a name to, to pencil in there. Larry Ventresco asks, Bill, I read where Gus Cordova got in some kind of trouble in the past. Are the Buckeyes seriously recruiting him? We don't need to go into too much detail. Good gracious. Detail there, Bill. But you can tell us who Gus Cordova is and what his current recruiting status is with Ohio State. That would be wonderful if I could speak English. Uh, he is a defensive lineman out of Texas, a uh, very talented player, has scholarship offers from schools all over the country, um, does not have an offer from Ohio State at this point. He is scheduled to visit Ohio State March 18th, um, and he is, look, you know, he's, he's looking forward to seeing Ohio State. Uh, he feels like he is, is going to get an offer from Ohio State, but we'll see. You know, again, uh, he's, he's a guy that there is – interest in and he's interest, certainly interested he is certainly interested in Ohio State but right now Ohio State has not offered him there's some jokes people have jokes um John Gorby asks what does Jeff Overton bring to the table as a running back Ohio State is looking at this is a special place in my heart because I covered Jeff Overton in the state championship against Oakton High School he was an option quarterback and it was his dad um he was a star, and his son is a star. Very, very fast and elusive. Bill, this looks to me like more your uh, 
more your scat back type. Is that fair? Yeah, and he's also a, more of your underrated kid, yeah. uh, under the radar kid. This is the kid Ohio State likes. Uh, Just sent you the lot. video, Dan. Okay. Um, yeah, he uh, he has got an official visit. To maximize set. it. Yeah. yeah, he's already got an official visit set to Ohio State, um, and they're not setting up official visits this far out with kids they don't like a lot. Um, I think in the end, it'll probably come down to Ohio State, um, one of the Virginia schools. He's a Virginia kid, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Ohio State, maybe Clemson. Those are the top schools right now uh, for him. And he's a kid I think you're going to continue to see blow up. If you watch that, his video, he's he's fast. I mean, he's a, uh, a little bit along the lines of a Marquise Davis. Um, but I think – I think Marquise Davis, I'd say, is a a little more power uh, than Overton, but Overton's a really good player, outstanding speed, and a guy that Ohio State has high on the board. I think if you're looking at Overton and you want to say what's the best-case scenario, and it's a good scenario, but it'd be like your Jameer Gibbs type. Um, very impressive, and I will have a special place in my heart for him, of course, because – I covered his dad like 30 years ago. I figured it out. I went and read the article, by the way, so well written. Um, it, it's right. funny you said his dad was playing quarterback because as you said that, he was taking snaps as a Wildcat quarterback. Yeah, that's what his dad was. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it's funny and it runs in the family. But well, we, you know, Bill right? put out those dangerous words, scat back, and that's almost like uh, saying you're a game manager, a quarterback, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like scat back, um, I love how it implies speed, burst, quickness, explosion, that type of stuff. But the negative connotation comes you're in a smaller package and you can't handle all three downs. Um, so Ohio State usually doesn't bring in scat pack. Like Travian Henderson may be a scat back in the NFL. Right. For us, he's a three down back that it's, we don't want to take off the field. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the scat back stuff, there are those explosive qualities and – if you're watching that tape, he's still breaking away for touchdown runs. It hasn't ended. Yeah. Also, I'm old, like has been come up several times. Scat back, I, I don't view it as a negative term. I, I view it as almost like if there's a term slot running back, you know, um, versatile weapon in the game, offensive game. I think there's actually more the, when you have Chip Kelly calling plays, you want as much diverse skill as you can. And I, I could see them. Doing a great job getting him involved. All right. 5'10, 187. That's the height and weight on him. So he could get to 200 pounds. It's not, Definitely. you know, two whatever. And, and you know, I, I it's Easily. funny. Scat, scat back game manager. I just saw Kim Newton where he's been going around calling everybody game managers. And he means it as a compliment. He keeps saying that's a compliment, but, you know, it's almost a backhanded compliment. It's a passive aggressive compliment. Yeah. I don't want to. He doesn't I, refer to himself as a game manager. There you go. That's what he's kind of getting at. But I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. So these terms we throw out, I don't mean to say, hey, Bill, that was a bad term or I'm, you know, using that. But I just want to. I don't, I'm not sure I use that term. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it doesn't offend. It's not an offending term, but I just when I hear it, sometimes I'm like, I better clear that up because some people will take that as the the backhanded compliment. But sure. it's really not because. Dan, I think you your definition of it is better. You know, you're a hybrid of a receiver. Yeah. You can do more in the passing game. You're a weapon. Our, our coaches just have to be smart enough to use you right, yeah. and now you're, you know, the right animal in the right system. There was a question asked of uh, Ms. Sanchez earlier. 
is Devin Sanchez still being recruited? They are still in contact every day. Yeah. They, well, that's, yeah. A, that's a futile, futile effort. But I will say uh, there are certain prospects that even if you tell them to stop calling, they'll be like, oh, I got a wrong number. It's you again. Oh, accidental. He's that good. So that's And I think the bag of cash is going to get bigger and bigger. The closer you get and the, you know, the more you get to signing day, those phone calls are going to call. Hey, I know we called you a couple of weeks ago and this is what we told you, but now we're going to tell you this and that amount's going to change. And we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And not just for Sanchez. I think that's going to be the new MO for all recruits of higher ilk. All right. Let's do one more question. Storm Klein. I've got to catch up here. One more question. Then we got to get out of here. Otherwise we're going to go into uh James Lawrence has a degree in communication, so why are you surprised he's a good communicator? Dude, I have a degree in communications. That's why. Um, <laughs> give me a break. Another one of those. You know what? It's just like the game manager or scat back thing. You see, you hear tough middle linebacker, and you don't think brain surgeon and communicator. No. Uh, just you know, NFL linebackers. The, the next word out of your mouth isn't uh, astute student. It's tough, mean. It's nasty. It's 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 almost criminal. I mean, if you said middle linebacker at word association game, uh, not communicator. So maybe I'll just defend you a little bit, Bill, there. When you, you see him, he does come off more. Uh, I think I said it. Yeah. Um, and what I meant was sitting in front of the media, he's very natural and authentic. He's not trying to say what you want to hear, and yet he's very clear on what he was saying. Um, you could be the smartest communicator ever, and some people choke in front of the media or their ego gets involved. And they get a little fired up. He was not intimidated whatsoever by being there. He's done it a bunch. Um, so we shall see. All right. I think we're going to call it. Um, let's see if I, okay. Jermaine Runnels asks. Also, I'm hearing Jordan Davison is a running back in Ohio State target. He's a running back from California. Are you mistaken? You're not mistaken, Bill. Talk about Jordan Davidson to finish the show here. I actually took a look at him last night. He's kind of what I want in a running back. His body type, I guess he's about, I say, 5'10", 205, and can fly. Um, elusive and tough, every down back type. Your thoughts on Jordan Davidson, who he is, where he goes, and the chances he ends up at Ohio State as we finish up the show here. He's another one of those modern-day guys. Yeah. Uh, that is a good thing now when you're – you know, it used to be – People used to associate modern day with USC. Well, right now, <laughs> you tend to associate modern day with Ohio State as well, too. They, with Chris Henry out there now with, you know, we've talked about, what, three, four, maybe five guys on this podcast alone at modern day that Ohio State is recruiting hard. And Jordan Davidson is one of them. He um, is the number two running back in the country. He is going to make a four-day trip to Ohio, March 27th to April 1st. Again, this is on his own dime. Family are coming. Um, there's interest there, folks, a lot of interest. And um, I think right now the two leading schools would not necessarily be USC and for Davis. And I think right now I could make a case that the two leading schools for him might be Ohio State and Texas. Um I don't count on USC, you know, that, that's in his backyard, but uh, Ohio State is absolutely a real player for Davis, and he 
uh, has let me know on more than one occasion his interest is very legitimate in Ohio State. You can see him on tape here in that classic. There's not many high schools that you know immediately, and modern day is one of them with their classic red and the white stripes, uh, almost like a white Rams uniform, a red Rams uniform. And, uh, boy, do they pay a great schedule, too. As you know, This looks like Bishop Gorman. The last one was Saddleback. So they travel. They play a great schedule. Um, and they are loaded. We will be all over modern day. Maybe we'll send out Bill and uh, the Grand Poobah to California. Not at all. Um, we digress, and we are done. We appreciate these guys stopping by. We'll be back on Thursday with these two. That should give you plenty of time to gather up some questions. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Gather your besties. We are very exclusive. And get ready. Mom, go make snacks. For sure, Regina. Yeah. For the movie that hits like a bus in a good way. No one dies. Mean Girls. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.